0: Just after 8 o'clock, you listen to SENZ. The telephone number is 0800 150 811 Zane. You tried to call before 8 o'clock. We will try and get you in in around about 10 or 15 minutes time. We're going to also head to Australia around about 8.30 and look at the possible coaching change that might happen in the Wallabies. Will Dave Rennie get replaced as Wallabies coach before the World Cup? Will they follow what England and Wales have done? Before we do any of that, though, I want to talk some boxing because it's been a very good couple of weeks for New Zealand boxers, Kiwi boxer David Light. Well, he's earned himself a world title fight after a dramatic split decision win in Florida on Saturday. The 31-year-old Auckland Cruiserweight upset American Brandon Glanton at the White Sands Event Centre near Tampa to secure a mandatory challenge against England's Lawrence um, Okoli. Also, New Zealand's leading female boxer Miyamoto, she won her first international title, winning the WBC Asia Super Bantamweight title in Dubai. The coach of these two remarkable athletes now joins us on the program, Isaac Peach. Isaac, good evening. Welcome.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. How you going?
0: Yeah, very well, thank you. Oh, Isaac, look, just, just for our listeners, give us a little bit of your background because I understand you, you're a fighter yourself and now you've pretty much established yourself as New Zealand's leading boxing trainer. How did that all come around?
1: Yeah, I was was a fighter, I suppose, for about 15 years, and we've had the gym since 2013, and yes, we're
0: doing all right. And that's based out in West Auckland, is
1: it? That's out in Henderson Valley, yeah,
0: West Auckland. Oh, brilliant. Used to run out there, Henderson Valley Road, great run. Um, Okay, so in terms of, so so was it just a natural progression to get into coaching, and when did you maybe start to realise that you were quite good at this?
1: Oh, it just all evolved, man, to be honest, and none of it was planned, and, yeah, it's just turned out how it is, to be honest. There's was no, wasn't sort of some dying passion I wanted or anything, it just, yeah.
0: And I understand you've got it's a, different. I understand you've got a pretty good stable of fighters as well.
1: Yeah, no, we have, we've got a real, a real good stable at the moment, it's really, it's quite strong, yeah.
0: So, is it a game where success breeds success, you're successful, so more fighters come knocking on your door?
1: yeah definitely. I think um, I mean I'm lucky there's some really good fighters, and when you've got more than one fighter, they're pushing each other in that, so it kind of helps other fighters so if a fighter comes to me in the uh, in this environment, it definitely helps to progress in quick mm. um
0: northern boxer Miyamoto um how big has women's boxing become
1: uh yeah women's boxings. Really quite popular now, Uh eh? There was a time where no one cared about it, but it's definitely starting to become really popular. Yeah, and, I mean, hopefully she's going to push it here. She's going really well.
0: Yeah, what makes her, what gives her that X Factor? What makes her special?
1: Oh, she can punch, man. She's like a, she punches like a bloke. <laughs> she can really fight. Um, there's none of this, like, girl happy stuff with me as she walks forward and she hits, she hurts people.
0: <laughs> Does she hurt a few of the
1: guys? Oh, yeah. Does she spar with the guys? Yeah. Uh, smaller guys, yep, yep. No, We don't have a lot of girls that will spar her, So we definitely chuck guys in with it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah yeah. And um, how long she been in the game? I, I mentioned she comes from Northland How long has she been boxing?
1: I've been Mia a box for quite a while When she was young And she went away for it for about Eight or nine years and she's been back about two and a half years of me And um, yeah She's knocking on the Knocking on the door for the world title at the moment.
0: Yeah, winning this WBC Asia Super Bantamweight title. How big is that in terms of that next step in terms of getting that world title fight?
1: Yeah, no, it's big, man. It was. I mean, it was a big effort. She went to Dubai. Um, time difference was terrible. It was like fighting at five in the morning here, yeah. um, and the heat was terrible. And she managed to win, so that was cool. Um, so she, she's right there for that. We're just waiting on the get an opportunity, really. We're crossing our fingers it's the phone's going to ring and get that chance.
0: Yeah, how, how deep internationally is the super bantamweight division amongst women?
1: It's pretty deep. We had an offer uh, not so long ago to fight for the world title and they actually changed their mind. <laughs> we, we got it sorted and they saw sort of how good Mia was and they took, changed their mind and said they wanted more time to prep but yeah, yeah, now they don't yeah. want to fight, yeah. so...
0: And is she starting to establish that reputation internationally? Are people starting to sort of fear her, or starting to realise that in fact she is the real deal?
1: Yeah, definitely. But just look, Mia will get a shot, and I don't think it'll be far away. Because
0: mm. what is she? Thirty three years of age, I think I read somewhere.
1: Yeah, she's thirty two. Yeah. But and, well, look, women, woman? I think women go late. I think women are strong between thirty and forty, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she clearly has that dream of be wanting to become world champion.
1: Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. That's her only dream.
0: That is the dream. Yeah, yeah. And so, so is she full time? Is she is she a professional fighter? Does she make a living doing this?
1: Yeah, I mean, make a living. The money's not amazing, but um, yes, yeah, that, that's what she does. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So, so for someone like Miyamoto, how long do you go into? So prior to leading up to this uh, Asia Super weight Title fight, how many weeks does she go into camp? Is it the same as the men? Is it a six week, eight week camp?
1: Yeah. No, uh, we did probably the eight. Yeah. Eight weeks. I usually try and do a week around. So if they got a 10-rounder, they will do 10 weeks. If they've an eight-rounder, I'll do eight weeks. Kind of, I mean, they're always in the gym, but i just focus that amount of time on them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. And where do you – I mean, clearly you've gained knowledge yourself through being coached, through being a fighter, but do you draw inspiration from anyone? Do you have anybody that, I guess, coaches you as a coach that you look up to or that offers you some advice at times?
1: people that offer me advice not so much coaches? Um, I mean, I watch a lot of boxing. and You kind of learn from your mistakes, and just being in the game for a certain amount of time, you kind of yeah. I'm not a big on trying to pick stuff up. I try and try and work stuff out myself. To be honest, I've got my sort of stuff.
0: Uh, we've just been talking about that. We like that. We like the sort of that old Kiwi attitude of she'll be right. That sort of you know, yeah. Read the write a book everybody else ends up reading rather than just always looking next door and see what everyone else is doing. Uh, so, in terms of Mia, does she provide a lot of feedback? Do you guys work together um, in terms of the way you prepare? Does she give you that feedback?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she does a lot of work with my wife, and so my wife, um, my wife trains me as well. So they probably, she she probably does more with my wife than she does with me. Um, they're always communicating with me, but I kind of leave my missus to a lot of it, to be honest with you.
0: Okay, um, right, let's uh, talk about uh, another remarkable fighter who seems to have gone underneath the radar here a little bit, but sounds to me like he's in line for a, a shot at the WBO. Um, World Championship and the cruiserweight, and this is David Light. Tell us a little bit about David Light. Where's he from? What's his background?
1: Um, David, I mean David's been a good amateur fighter for a lot of years. He won a silver medal in the two thousand and fourteen Glasgow Commonwealth Games. Yep. Um, and yeah, he he went away for a few years. I, I boxed with him actually as my stable mate, and I kind of grabbed him back, turned pro. And um, it's just the yeah, same thing. It's just evanguated. He's just been fighting, and now we've climbed up the ranks, and we just had an eliminator in the weekend, which he won. So now he's, they've actually just given us the letter, so it's all on for the world title.
0: And when will that happen?
1: Probably March, April. Yeah. So basically they give it 20 days to make a, an agreement with the other team, and once that agreement's made, there's three, it's got to happen inside 90 days. Yeah.
0: And that's the, how do you say it? Lawrence O'Coley, is it? Lawrence O'Coley, yeah. yeah. And that fight would then end up happening in England, will it?
1: Well, not 100%. I'd love it to be down here in New Zealand or Australia. Um, but probably 60 or 70% chance it'll be in England.
0: Mm-hmm. So when we look at David, like what type of fighter is he? Does he, rely, does he have a big punch? Is he a more technical fighter? What, what's, what's his natural sort of plumbing?
1: David can do a bit of everything, to be honest. Um, I think that's his strength. David's strength, strengths he can adapt. And he can he can fight if he needs to fight, he can box if he needs to box. And I think um I think that is his actual strength is that he is adaptable to whatever he needs to do. hmm And oh. that shows in his last fight.
0: Yeah, and so yeah. how how much improvement um since two thousand and fourteen to where he is now and, and what have been those work ons, what are those areas that you've had to address to get him into sort of I guess world title contention?
1: Oh, there's no comparison, man. He's a completely different fighter. Um, the guy was in 2014, and the guy he is now is, you wouldn't even know the same guy. Mm. To compare it. Um, it's just, but look, it's just old-fashioned hard work. Getting the basics. Everything we do is about the basics, man. Yeah, yeah. There's just hard work and basics. That's the key to it.
0: Yeah, and, and a lot of fitness, tough, tough sport, a lot of fitness. Uh, I, I uh, experimented once with it and, boy, I was breathing through my eyelids after about two minutes just trying to get the oxygen and um, for some reason you get into a ring and you stop breathing. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. I've got so much admiration for boxers. Tough game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Absolutely. what? And, and, okay, so are you realistic? Do you think that David's got a real shot? Do you think he can cause a bit of an upset and win this Cruiserweight title?
1: Absolutely, man. Wouldn't be. Oh, I, look. Oh, I wouldn't go if I didn't think we're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. We're going to win. It, I'm not uh, thinking we've got a chance. We're going to win. Yeah. And what does what,
0: what does Lawrence O'Coley bring? What 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 type of fight is he? What what's allowed him to become world champion?
1: Icoley, well, we fought in the division which is the cruiserweight division, which is 90 kilos. And yep. um, Lawrence O'Coley's six foot six, six foot seven. Wow. Very huge. Yeah. Big He's reach. Extremely eh? tall. So that's a that's his strength. He can whack and he's he's really, really tall. But um we're good with tall guys and, and look, maybe he's gonna win this fight, mm. I've no doubt. So, and no one thought we were gonna win in the weekend. Yeah. Except for us. And so, we're just
0: so so where do you find a six foot six sparring partner?
1: Which will be right. <laughs> like we we're we're, we're okay. Yeah. We'll find sparring. We we don't um we're not these guys that need to be shopping all over the world to find the perfect sparring partners. We'll just use what we can and um, yeah, work hard and get the job done.
0: Yeah, uh, that must be pretty tough, coming up against a guy that tall. So what does that mean? You have to sort of fight that fighter on the inside, do you, when you come up against somebody that tall?
1: Yeah, you've got to find a way in there. Be patient. And when you, when you get your chances, you need to take them, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, And in regards to the rest of your stable, what other sort of fighters have you got coming through? Who are some of the other fighters that are in your camp?
1: I've got uh, Andre McHalevich. He's number what's he, number 12 in the world at the moment. Jerome um, Pamperlone, he's just come in the top 15, so he's number 15 in the world. I've got Kiki Latelli. who just had a massive fight, which he didn't quite win, but it was a big statement fight in Aussie the other week. Um, Aaron Walsh, who just went to the Commonwealth Games.
0: Yeah, and, and you mentioned your wife does some coaching. Uh, do you have a stable of coaches underneath you, or guys that work alongside you?
1: Yes, I've got my wife. I've got my brother. My brother's heavily involved with coaching. Yeah, um, I've got Seth Tully. He helps as well. Mm. See.
0: So, yeah. Now I say this with a smile on my face. This is tongue in cheek. But is it like football? If the fighter loses, they sack the sack the coach. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, we haven't lost so uh, today yet <laughs> <laughs> oh, and,
0: and, and, and Isaac are you living your dream
1: uh, uh, I'm still plumbing I still run a plumbing bus- uh, business at the moment so it's still not full time for me but hopefully in the near future it will be oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah I am living my
0: dream oh good on you hey look lovely to have you on the programme congratulations with the success that you've had with Mia and David and clearly some of your other fighters within that stable
1: uh,
0: thanks man appreciate me having me on there, there you go arguably New Zealand's one of New Zealand's best boxing trainers if not New Zealand's current best boxing trainer and um, Isaac Peach doing a great job write the name down if you haven't heard it David Light this guy's going to get a shot at the WBO Cruiserweight World Championship you heard it here Against Lawrence, O'Coly. This is set for March. This is mandatory. This is going to happen. Miyamoto, out of the north, north uh, out of Northland, thirty-three years of age, could end up winning a world title on the women's side of boxing. It's amazing how little coverage it gets here, isn't it? It goes back to my the, the prejudice in the media towards blue-collar sports. You would have heard me go last week about. How many rugby league players have ever been knighted? How many softball players have ever been knighted? We've won seven world championships, but no one's been knighted yet. Rugby, netball, cricket, all those Queen's honours are handed out. We've got a media that continually tell us about equity, who tell us that women's rugby players should get paid the same as the men, ignoring the economics around it yet they don't practice what they preach. They don't give these sports the coverage because of prejudice, but also because they don't think there's the readership in it, and therefore it doesn't equate to advertising. So what they're basically saying is we're not giving it coverage for commercial reasons, which is the whole argument about why there shouldn't be pay parity in some sports between men and women, because it's how much money you bring in. Um, But look, David Light, outstanding talent, Miyamoto, she won her first world international title. It's going to be an exciting 12 months when it comes to boxing, when it comes to combat sports in this country. And it's time the media woke up here, started giving it the coverage that it deserves and start evolving. Sport is no longer rugby, rugby league, netball and cricket. In fact, I think if you look at the television ratings, you look at the people watching those sports, I think you'll find all of them are in a level of decline. A lot of other sports, which we deem to be minority sports here, which are actually truly global sports, are being ignored. And it's to the detriment of those media organisations. 16 Minutes After Eight, if you want to comment on that, 0800 150 811. Zane, if you're listening, we're happy to take your call from earlier. But, yeah, I'd like to hear from the boxing fraternity. How cool is this? Miyamoto and David Light. Now, I think Stephen McIver on Sunday afternoon is going to have David Light on the program, so looking forward to that interview as well. In Texas here on double We'll take a break. You're listening to SENZ.